When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Coach Unplugged. I'm so excited you decided to join us. Before we jump in and deep dive into our subject today, I'd like to give a big shout out to our sponsor, sponsors plural uh first of all dr dish the number one shooting machine on the market it, it the customer service is i i can tell you a story of like oh geez maybe it's two or three years ago where i couldn't get I, it was, and it was an older machine it wasn't one of the newer machines but i couldn't get it and they they literally sat on the phone with me for almost an hour um trying to problem solve eventually we got it eventually we needed to get a couple pieces kind of sent but um their customer service and that with that that for, at that point on they had a customer for life so go mention coach unplugged or, or coach collins or any of us and they'll give you four hundred dollars off for you i said it right four hundred dollars off your next purchase also go over and check out ttubes.com for coaches who want to get better um, if you're looking to become a better basketball coach you're looking to expand if you're looking for a mentor if you're looking for resources ttroops.com is the answer it's the one-stop shop for basketball coaches it's better than netflix because it comes with me <laughs> it comes with one-on-one -on -one calls it comes with um resources and things to make you a better basketball coach it has everything that you're going to need in one spot it has the roadmap set up for you so you know to kind of kind of go tackle other things that you need in order to solve um your basketball questions so go over and check it out it also helps us pay the bills so go over and check that out also i and i said this um i, I said this on a, on a couple other podcasts we'd love if you go over and check out our other podcasts high school hoops uh the five minute basketball coaching podcast the funnel down defense podcast go over and check those out i think you'll love those um we love sharing with the world and leave a five-star review let's head off the podcast uh they're just well number one is they They'll last about double the time of a Wilson or a Spalding, um, but two, just the 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 feel of them, man. Um, and we didn't—I never really use them till we got to the villages, until uh, I got to the villages, um, uh, and they became a a sponsor of the battle. Um, but it's not—it's not about uh, them sponsoring our tournament um or being a co-sponsor of our tournament it's just it's you know, the kid. Every one of our guys will say the same thing. And what do you um, play with in tournament time? Play with the Wilson, um, but we play with the Rocks at home um, until tournament time, and then we play with the Wilson. That's the the, the ball that's. Um, is, it, is, it, is it? Does it feel a lot different than the Wilson? Not a lot, um, but enough, you know. And, and if we're, you know, if we've got sixteen Rocks and we've got sixteen Wilsons. Um, if we're playing away that week, you know, we'll practice with the Wilsons. Wilsons. If we're playing at home, we'll, we'll practice with the Rock. We literally switch the racks out. Um, but yeah, definitely. The Rock has been, uh, yeah, I just I think it's a phenomenal basketball. Yeah, the, yeah. the only reason I use the Spalding is because in the most important game of the year, we're going to yep. play with the Spalding. That's yep. literally the yep. only reason. Yeah, I, I like the feeling of a Rock. My son actually was shooting shoots with a Rock outside all the time. Um, yep. One word to describe your ideal player. 
Relentless. Okay. One thing you would tell a young coach or yourself as a young coach. Um, you, you said it earlier. Um, be true to yourself and feel and, and do what you feel. It, don't get caught up in trying to be a coach. Be yourself coaching basketball um, or any sport that, for that matter. Don't, don't get caught up in, I need to run this offense or run that defense or teach it this way or play this style or that's not, like you just said, there's a lot of different ways to skin a cat. And, you know, a lot of teams, when they, or a lot of coaches, you know, what I just went through, um, if you come and watch us, you know, unless you have a trained eye, you might think, well, they're just out there rolling the balls out and letting them play. But when you start guarding 94 feet, it's a lot harder than guarding half of that. And, right. you, you know, there's a lot of work that goes into that organized chaos. But as a young That's coach. That's what people don't you, realize, man. Some of the teams that I came at you, they just thought, oh, yep. shoot, Collins got more talent than everybody. Yeah. They're just good. Are you kidding yeah. me? We spent a lot of time on that. Now, right. did it look like chaos? Absolutely. Yeah. But I right. it was controlled chaos, trust me. And, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and, and you know, I think early on, you know, you, we got to, you know, I, I know I, we got to run the motion. We got to run the flex. We got to play half court man to man. We got, and I was worried about what it looked like. And, and you know what, at the end of the day, um, and, and, you know, there's just, like you just said, there's a lot of different ways to do this thing. And, um, you know, I, I've got some respect for some guys that play really, really, really slow um, and win in the 40s and 50s, and I, 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 I can't do it. Do you I have a shot clock I, in uh, Florida? We do not. There's a big push to oh, get it's them not right happening. Now. It's not happening now. Are you kidding nope. me? There's not going to be no money for schools <laughs> now. <laughs> right, right. But there was uh, actually – actually, uh, next year you're coming to the battle. Yeah. And, uh, well, as long as we're able oh. to have it, um, good Lord willing – but yeah. Charlie Ward coaches at FSU school um, okay. in Tallahassee. They'll be at the battle. He's okay. got a big push going right now to get it into high school basketball in Florida. Um, he really wants it. And uh, I was actually, um, I was actually on our uh, advisory role or advisory rule committee meeting the other day with the FHSA, and it was brought up. Um, so the process has started, but you know how that goes. It's, we, uh, the problem is, I think it's, I think there's a, a, well, first of all, I think what makes high school basketball really unique is we all play different styles. We play half in Wisconsin. what? 18 minute halves. 18 minute halves? Oh, wow. Oh, that's right. I remember. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. would love that, man. Yeah. Absolutely. The flow of the game. So, so it makes you play more kids. Yep. Um, everybody has to come out. I got to rest. I can't, the sure. kid can't play 18 minutes. Like no one right. plays 20 minutes of a half of a, co of a high school or of a college game. Right. So I got to rest them. So I got to figure yep. out when I can rest them. Yep. Um, that, th that innovation to the game, I think at least at the high school level was a good innovation. Made me, yep. made me play more kids, better flow of the game that I'm just yep. not sure. I think if you put the shot clock in everywhere, it's going to be, I'm going to, press you or two, two, one, you make you take, yep. I just think it's going to be very uniform. I yep. love the differences that you can come at me and I can slow you down. I mean, I won't, but yep. I mean, yep. I, I think that's what makes high school really unique. And if we get rid of that, we're yep. all going to be very similar. You know, I, totally, I could, I could not agree more with you. And really the big push for it down here has been, and I'm sure you've, you know, there's, there's teams that, you know, Orlando Oak Ridge is phenomenal. Right. And Orlando Boone is usually really good. But two years ago, you know, Oak Ridge had, you know, I mean, they were one of the better teams in the country. Right. And Boone was a talented Central Florida team. Uh, Boone beat them 10 to 8 
Um, they, 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 but, they but, delay. But how does that happen? How do you not come at them? Exactly. And that's where, that's I've got a lot of respect. I've got a lot of respect for C Reese at Oak Ridge and he does a great job with those guys. Um, but yeah, like you just said, you know, there's some, you know, well, it's hurting the kids and recruiting the you know, scouts there to watch them. And, you know, and I, my thing is always, you know, it, it happened in the district semifinal this year, um, Crystal River. Um, uh, you know, we were more talented than them. We beat them by, I don't know, 36 or 37 at home early in the year. Um, but Coach Irvin did a great job of getting his guys ready. And they came out and uh, got a little bit of a lead. And they right. went to a delay game. And we were down 14 points with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Right. Um, but, we, but we had to... You know, if we're just going to pack it in and say we're going to we're going to lose, and then that's up to me. But we can't. We we put it. Actually, we made an adjustment. Went to a two-two-one half trap, which we hadn't done all year. We right. done a full court two-two-one half trap. Um, but uh, you know, when we went, we we went to it to get them out of it, and we sped them up enough. We ended up coming back right. and winning. And, that's and my theory too. So here's this is a stats teacher me too. The people make all these observations about these games that are like that that one game. Yeah. That's one game. Yeah. out of thousands of games right. in Florida right. that are not right. affected by the shot clock. Right. Right. So one yeah. game should not affect you, – you, you might beat somebody 122 to 64 too. Yeah. Uh, we going to talk about that one too? Sure. I mean, here's my issue is this is another – I'm not going to get on a shot clock tirade, but <laughs> with my shot clock is our team's got guys that you give them the ball and there's eight seconds left in shot clock. They're going to take a decent shot. I'm going to run a set for them. We're going to set. Yep. You yep. think about some teams in Florida that have schools of like, they're, those, there's some bad teams. What are they going to do when the shot clock gets below 10? Like, yeah. they're literally going to throw the ball over their head. It's going to be Absolutely. horrible. Like, yep. Yep. that's the issue is I think they see shot clock. They think they see collegiate. I think they see all this. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. My, we have enough hard I, I enough time to run the clock. Running a shot clock is going to be a whole right. No, that's a whole nother. Yeah, you, yeah, that's a whole nother. <laughs> and and I, I agree with you. I think that if you go to a shot clock, you're going to see. Do you, now, do you guys have shot clock in Wisconsin? We don't. No. We don't. I I, don't, I, right? I fought it hard. It was coming. Yeah, well, I fought and, and, it hard. And see, like the other thing, I think you're right. You, you're going to see like what you see in division, what you see in college basketball, two two one, one two two. Not really to try, to to press, just to make no. them take eight seconds to get the ball off the court. So there's less time to run a set. Right. And well, so um, here's what's going to happen. You go to 30, 35 seconds. I'm going to run two, two, one. I'm going to make you take eight seconds off. Now you're going to be at 22. We're going to, we're going to pack it for 15. Yep. Da, 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 and then you're going to run a set, which is probably a high ball screen or a wing ball screen. We're going to, I mean, I can just yeah. see what's going to happen. And it's yeah. like, mm, okay, but I don't yeah. think we want that. I personally yeah. don't want that. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I sound like I've, I've been porch. against it. Yeah. I was against it when they brought – and the other – you know, the, the and other you thing – And you run a system it would work well for. You want speed. Right. You want to get up and right. down. I do too. Yeah. I yeah. just don't think it's good for the game in that yeah. point. Um, I think well, we should and, make and, the court wider, to be honest yeah, with you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> the, I agree with that. The court's yeah. too narrow for these bodies, yeah. at least at my level. Um, yeah. What's your – if you go to one sporting event, what would it be? Uh, uh, once, like, anything. Anything. Like, anything like, in the world. Uh – University of Florida football in the national championship game. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. <Yeah. laughs> Maybe. Someday. Yeah. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> uh, favorite pregame meal? Favorite pregame meal? Um, 
we uh, what does she do? Uh, Sammy Joe's Pizza Carol caters all of our food for pregame meals, and she does a um, big ziti, a big ziti for our guys that we all love. So okay. big ziti. Um, uh, one thing you do to relax. Uh, one thing I do to relax. Read. Okay. One skill not being taught today. One skill not being taught today. Mid-range. Yeah, mid-range. Mid-range game. Um, one coaching technique you consider important. Um, we started doing. Yeah, we started doing this a few years ago. Um, statting every single practice. Um, with a point system. We have an assistant coach. Um, and it, it, um, it's her job um, to sit in every scrimmage that we do, even the uh, well, any competitive scrimmage. Um, we give points. You know, twos are worth two, threes are worth three, assists are worth um, two, defensive rebounds are worth four because we put a big premium on that. Offensive rebounds are worth four, so on and so forth. But by the end of every practice, we know who's done what in a in a rubric, so that at the end of practice, you can look and say, well, you know. Uh, who who did what in practice? Not who thought who we thought did what or who we want to do what, um, but, but who, who had it? the best practice? Yeah, and then yeah. we keep it. We got a Google sheet that we keep that, that tabulates it for the week. And it, you know, I tell the parents in our parent meeting at the beginning of the year for the varsity. Um, and I, I would love to get it to the JV. It's just it's hard to. We have two we have two coaches. I mean, in I there. I film mine and I feel like oh crap. I you know I try to go back and watch it. Um, yeah. But to even that's awesome if you have somebody that yeah. better can chart it. Yeah, the the statting in real time has been awesome for us. It, the kids love it. You know, after practice, right. they're coming in while while she's tabulating and figuring out who's got what. Um, if if we don't have it done by the time practice gets over, I'll text it on our group chat to them. Uh, but I also tell our parents at our parent meeting, like, look, um, I I don't I don't play favorites. I play you know numbers don't <laughs> lie, and I play right. the guys that are going to help us win. Um, and if you don't, you know, and I tell them all the time, you know, you want to talk about playing time, we're not going to have too many discussions about it. But if you do come in and, and talk about it, um, you're going to look at why they're not playing. Right. And, and we apply that. We apply that same rubric to games. And then we know, you know, who's doing what and uh, who's earned the playing time. You, and you it, run a talented changed. and gifted program for basketball players, coach. That's what I tell That's them. Right. <laughs> Like I'm running talent for the gifted program. I mean, I love this too. It's like, you don't think I'm going to play the best people that I think can help us win. You really don't, right. you know, I've, right. I've coached right. almost 600 basketball games. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we've won a lot. You don't think you really don't think I'm going to play the best players. Like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Like, come on. Yeah. I get it. Um, anyway, yeah. uh, best basketball player you see. Oh, Kevin Knox. Okay. Kevin Knox. And where? Yeah. He's from Tampa Catholic, plays for the New York Knicks now. Um, <laughs> drubbed us in the Final Four in 2017. He had 40. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he's, yeah, he's that's got kind a of my theory. <laughs> like I, 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 always, I, always put, I always put my NBA guys on, the, on that list. It's like, well, yeah. I coach them every day, and they're in the NBA. They're probably on that list. Um, yeah. Best player of all time. Mike I think more I watch – first of all, don't spoil it because, I mean, I actually lived it. But I haven't watched yeah. the last two episodes yeah. of Last Dance because I've been doing yeah. podcasts. Um, yep. But I never knew he never went to a game seven, and I never knew he never lost. When he got yeah, there, in the finals. Yeah, yeah, in the finals. Yeah, I knew it was six and zero. Oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Well, there you go. We uh, Bill we Russell, actually, maybe you can put Bill Russell in that 
discussion. Yeah. You can't put magic. Yeah, and run. I mean, obviously, my my bias of that's who I grew up watching. No yeah. question. And I I, but I'll be honest. I was I'm from Michigan originally. Had a rough life. Got to live in Michigan all win all summer. I got to live in Florida all winter. Um, but I was a I was a bad boy fan, you know. The Pistons, and oh, I did God. not. You like were that generation. Michael. See, I was. Oh Laker, yeah, I was later Celtics man. Later Celtics, sure. You, you yeah. were one or the other. Like you didn't like yeah. you didn't. Yep. Like I was a Laker kid, and then I had friends okay. who were Celtics yeah. kids. So yeah. it's like, and talk about different styles. Theirs were different styles. Like completely, you know. But that's what you don't see as much in the NBA as much. No. It's like. No. Yeah. Anyway, don't get me started. Cookie cutter. No, it I agree. Cookie well, cutter. Yeah. That's why yeah. leave yeah. high school the way it is. I love that some states have shot clocks. I love that some yeah. states have halves. I love it. Yeah. Trust me, it ain't hurting the recruiting. What are you talking about? The recruiting. Right, I if agree. You're any good? They're gonna find. They're gonna watch you in July hey, in Vegas anyway. You know. Yeah. Exactly. And and Coach Hodges always, you know, when he starts talking about shot clock, every time he hears shot clock coming in anything or taking time off the shot clock in college. He's like, they're just taking the coaching out of it. You know, mm -hmm. it's, it's mm -hmm. taking coaching out of it. Yeah. Um, I know. I sound just, like the old yeah. guy, get off my porch, get off my lawn, get off my lawn. <laughs> get, off, get off my lawn. <laughs> That's what I sound like. I don't care. <laughs> like, I, and, I, and I've said this in like, no lie, 500 pod. Well, I won't, I'll wait until I ask the question. All right. Um, okay. uh, one thing you help become a better um, Getting married and having children. Yeah, and that puts it in perspective. That's actually a life lesson. Everyone, when you're old enough, everyone should have kids because it puts life in perspective. Absolutely. The one thing I would change about the game is I'd get rid of the jump ball. Jump ball. Wow. We first of all, here's why: they're all the accountant that's working during the day and then come to officiates my game can't throw the damn ball up at the beginning of the game. That's true. They do yeah. it like three times a year. Oh my God! Just give the damn visiting team the ball and let's go, and then you can do alternating possession. Or we can shoot for it. Shoot for it. I don't care. Shoot for it's it. It's like, like, why are we throwing the ball up? They, right. they, they're just, I mean, they're, and there was one yeah. time. Oh, first of all, you'll love this. I hope the officials listening to this. We had a foul called on a jump ball. Like, that's how we, our rival in our league, the guy threw the ball up. My guy jumped to, to tip it, and he called a foul on my guy. On the guy jumping. Mm hmm. Wow. Never wow. seen it. <laughs> We lost by three. Never seen. I go, what are you talking about? He fouled him. He grabbed his arm. I go, no, he didn't. First of all, I said the toss was bad. Second of all, he didn't grab his arm. You made a bad well, toss. And, and I, I mean, I don't know. I'm like, has the game even started yet? Because well, as soon the, as he tip, throws it, I think it has. Can you The clock doesn't start until he tips it, right? Till it's touched. I, I, so, would, I mean, I, I would think so. I don't I mean, know. I don't know. So bad. So bad. <laughs> anyway, I'm never, they're yeah. so bad at throwing the ball up, though. Yeah. That's the thing. Now, you, then, got, you, you guys have alternating possession, though. Yeah, everybody the, has alternating oh, okay. possession, I think. But okay. it's that I didn't know if you guys were still jumping it. Yeah, no, okay. we're not in the like. Let's get rid of that in the college game. Why do we do that? Give the visiting team the ball. Who cares? I like yeah. it. You become hey. a team, you'll get the ball. I'm all right with that. Yeah, yeah. it's like that's that's well, my. I, I'm going to push for that at the NFSHS or whatever. I had an official – you just made me think of something. I don't want to get into tirades <laughs> about officials. Okay. That's okay. But I had an official uh, four years ago that I spent our – I checked with the I checked with the score to say, well, on the way, yep, your ball coming out, right? Checked with the book. And so I spent, you know, the first three and a half minutes of, of halftime, you know, talking to our guys about settling down, doing what we got. And then I spent the next two minutes drawing up the first play because I wanted to get into our press. Mm -hmm. Um, what we're going to run to get our, you know, the go-to play. We're going to get a shot here. We're going to score. We're going to set our press and come out. And I'm already, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good, you know, and the official gives the ball to the opposing team. 
And I said, it's our ball. I checked with the book. He said, you had the ball at the end of the first half. He said, you had the ball. Like, it's like, it's like, like, like because, <laughs> oh my God. I was like, oh was like God. we had the ball at the end of the first half. So, so, so if we would have handed it to them, then it'd be our ball. You right. know, if we'd handed it to it, we, we had it like 90 feet from our basket. Like, right. What does that mean? But I mean, but I mean, I was like, he was thinking summer I, I was, AU ball or something, man. I, I went and sat in the middle. I asked some kids to move. <laughs> I was so mad. Oh, I, I went bet. and sat in the middle of our bench and just kind of. Oh, I, I do I that. One of those. I'll grab my towel or something so I don't <laughs> say anything. So, I, so you'll love this. This was like Wesley's era. This was like 04, 05. We came yeah. out at halftime, and they knew the other team so well that they knew it was our ball. We lined up the wrong way, and they threw right. the ball, and we got a layup. And the, and the other people looking like, what's going on? It's like, well, we're going that way. You're going that way, but it's our ball, and. It was like, they didn't even talk to me about it. It was the best thing I've ever seen. The other team's like freaking out. I go, well, you didn't defend us. We right. it's not, yeah. It's yeah. first game against like, oh my God, I've never seen yeah. anything like it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I could do a whole podcast on weird things I've seen. Yeah, I love uh, it. Uh, best game you've seen in person? I would say the first one, one that jumps to my Um. Yeah, that's, that's just... We we had we had one this year that would be up. We had a four overtime game in the battle um, against Sheffner Christian this year that we won 117 to 114. I would definitely. Um, I mean, I I put my I put my uh, triple overtime to win a state title in that. And 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 the yeah. kid in the second overtime, the kid did a Chris Weber. We're down. Oh wow. We're down two with like six seconds to go, and he Chris and, Webbered it. And then we, oh, my no. point guard went to the line, hit both free throws. Put it in the third overtime in the state. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, it's crazy. I'll send you the link yeah. for that. It's unbelievable. Yeah, I would love to love to watch that. Yes, sir. Last, yeah. I'll send you the link for like the last three minutes. Unbelievable. Okay. Um, yeah, no, I, I'd say it goes into three or four overtimes is crazy. Yeah, that was our that was the best game that our gym's seen, and, and we've seen some good ones in there in the last five years. Um, the best game that I saw that I wasn't a part of was um, jumped in my mind was. Came back after my freshman year. I was in freshman year in college playing basketball. Came back to watch Leesburg play Orlando Boone. Um, Marlon Bryant, who was a freshman when I was a senior, he was a sophomore that year. He ended up going to USF, and then he played overseas for about 10 or 12 years. Uh, but they uh, Leesburg beat Boone in, like, quadruple overtime at home. And Marlon had, like, 46 or something and, and, and was just phenomenal. That was probably the best game I've seen as a – it's amazing how those games Pearson. stick with you too. I remember a couple from yeah. when I was in middle school. Um, best coach John Wood. Um, okay. The, the the wizard. The wizard. I would say so. Uh, one book you'd recommend? Uh, actually, a couple. There's two I'd recommend. Um, okay. but uh, one that I brought some slides. If, if you want me to put those up. Um, but uh. Yeah, one put would them be, up. Let's talk about those. Let's put them up. We yeah, got time. one would be uh, when the game stands tall, um, and that's yeah, when, and that's by it's about the uh, De La Salle out in California won like two hundred twenty eight straight football games. I think I've read that book or I've listened to it. That's a good book. There's a well, they made a movie out of it, but I actually I haven't watched the movie. I read the book. Um, I read the book twice. It's just it, it, it's a great book on getting kids to come together for, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to do it justice. It's not about a coach. It's, it's, it's all about the players doing it it's because the, the players want to yeah. do it and moving it. And, and it, I could talk about it, but it's, it's really, but it also details a season of theirs. So it's a chapter on how they built what they're doing. 
and then it's a chapter on who they're getting ready to play that week and they're playing like you know they weren't playing the you know you know they're playing like long beach poly and they're flying out to play st louis and hawaii and right um so yeah pretty cool um but the you know, the, the big you know and you know their coach his name is Latticor. The, the the biggest quote of the book that sticks with me is that um the championship we win and the banners we can hang on our walls aren't as important as the memories that we're going to hold in our hearts. And the book, I think, either starts or or explains how there was all these like banners and these things that were going on the walls, and and then there's this like this time where it just no like they didn't even have them anymore, and they'd kept winning like state championships because they didn't lose for like eleven years. But like they only had like there was a state championship banner from the first year. There's state championship, but then all of a sudden all of it was just gone because nobody cared about that anymore as much as just being their best. It, it was just it was just really well, that's an really awesome impactful. that's an awesome sign. Yeah, yeah, really impactful. Um, yeah. So that book, but then a uh, book I read about ten years ago, and then I pulled it off the shelf this year. Um, actually, weird, you know, kind of how coaches' brains think. Four a.m. I woke up in the morning and went out to my bookshelf, and I got. Uh, the five dysfunctions of a team out uh, by Patrick Lencioni. And this is what kind of guided us through this year. We had a, a group this year that was really talented, but all of them kind of thought that they were the guy, you know? Um, <laughs> so, uh, you know, tried to, you know, t it talks about what the five dysfunctions of a team of any team are. And it's written from a business perspective. Um, he's also wrote um, the five temptations what, of a CEO. In, 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 what are the five? What are generically the yeah, five so dysfunctions? Let me pull them up. For yeah, you I'd love quick. to. I'd love to talk about that for a second. Yeah, because I'm guessing a lot of coaches that are listening to this—that's the issue mm -hmm. they have. Was it in? So basically, you, you, the two books you you listed are two different books. One book is a about a team that's building culture. <laughs> yep. And one's about teams that's struggling to build culture, basically. I love that. Yeah, and the, the five dysfunctions, it's it's a parable. So it's really okay. easy to read. It's short. I mean, it's I mean, 100 and 230 pages, but, okay. but it's written as a parable. Okay. Um, so the five dysfunctions are, as you can see them, they are absence of trust, fear of conflict, vulnerability, lack of commitment to a common plan, avoidance of account of accountability, meaning low standards or no standards. And then the biggest one is, you know, results, self goals over team goals. Um, but the book goes into, you know, diving into each one of these and, and how, you know, what that looks like and, and what you need to do to work on each one of them. Um, so what we did was if, if you got five dysfunctions of a team and I had my staff read it as well, we got into, well, if you got five dysfunctions, those are five things that are always going to be in the way of a team. How do we combat that? Um, so absence of trust, you know, we, we, we attacked it with, you know, you're going to go through stuff together, right? That's why we do the, the, the practices, the way we do practice. Right. Um, that's why, you know, the scrimmages, the, the I'm the telling you, that's one of the reasons we go on the trips. That's what yeah, we yeah, went down absolutely. to I'm telling you, we, yep. we were, we didn't do what we wanted to do this year, but we were a different team when we came back and had won that tournament yep. because yep. the trust that they built over those days in the hotel and playing. Yep. And I mean, that's yep. second to none. I'm telling you. Absolutely. Absolutely. We actually did, um, we did a trip this year. Just, it was only 35 minutes away, but we, we were over at the Elks Lodge. Um, they got a, it's crazy. Out in the middle of the Ocala national forest, out in the middle of nowhere, they got a 3,500 seat arena. 
and uh, we were able to play a team from <laughs> Pennsylvania. Yeah, it's, it's the Elks National Convention Center, and they held okay. they held a tournament there this year. We got to play a team from uh, Pennsylvania who was really good, won the, the 3A state championship there last year. But biggest thing was we stayed the night and played another team the next day. But, yeah, staying in the cabins, and we turned it into a team retreat. But that's the kind of stuff, that kind of stuff. Um, really knowing each other, though, um, like, you know, certain places it's probably different. You know, some places still kids grow up together and they go to the same high school and all that kind right. of stuff. But, you know, in Florida, it's very transient. And especially our school, you know, we well, get I think in bigger cities, we notice that in ours even a little bit. You know, probably half of them don't. It's because it's just a big city. People move, you know, all the time. Right. Absolutely. So something we did, and I took it from Bobby Kennan at UNF, University of North Florida, um, the five H's to really know each other every day after practice. We started with the staff and worked, worked our way down. So we had, what, 17 people to get through right. and 19, including the managers. Uh, but we did the five H's of the heart um, history. We want to know a little, you know, a little history about you. Um, who's your hero? What's your highlight? What's your heartache? And what's your hope? Um, and you know, do they know when guys, they have to do that. Yeah, we would set it up and tell them, you know, listen, tomorrow's your five H's. And there'd be some days that we didn't quite get to it because practice ran late or whatever, but we always kept it on the bottom of the practice plan and we tried to get through everybody. And it was, it was, it was very powerful. You know, a lot of, you know, some things came out, you know, and, and I told guys, you know, to talk about as much as they were comfortable talking about, obviously. Um, but it was, it was pretty cool. Some of the kids that never really opened up. Um, at all, um, really opened up and talked about themselves, and and we learned some things about each other that even I didn't know about some of them. And, and where did you get the me. five H's from? I love that. I got it from Bobby Kennan. He's an assistant coach at University of North Florida. He read it's it, it, it's a book that he read. I don't remember what it is. I could find out for you. Okay, I love um, that. And I'll text it to you. I'm yeah. gonna do that because I I mean yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. We, we do some we do some stuff too. Like we'll in the huddle yeah. we'll do something you know something good about you something good about someone else something good about us kind of thing. Yeah. I love the five yep. H's because. Yep. Um, that's a great idea. Yeah. Yeah. It shows them being yeah, vulnerable. It, it does. And then, you know, I love the, the hero part of it, um, the highlight part of it. You know, the, you learn some things that guys had done, you know, and some of it was on the court, some of it was off the court. Um, the heartache, though, is really where it got real is, right. you know, like when you're able to share something that you've went through um, that's, that's been hard for you. And like you said, that vulnerability, but then finish it up with the hope. Where's your hope? And, you know, what are you doing this for? And what's your why? And how can we help you with that? Right. I love um, that. And then, you know, doing stuff together, um, going bowling. Uh, you just said it, going on a trip. Uh, you know, we do a Thanksgiving meal every year um, where the whole team comes over. My wife cooks Thanksgiving dinner. Um, we even get out of practice a little early for that and uh, or don't have practice if it's enough, if the girls are early or late. You know, just the more we do stuff together, the more they're going to trust each other and, and, and me and, and each other. The, the more we're the more. And, you know, you like you said, our kids, high school kids, that's what they do, man. They Their job is to figure out adults and they're really good at it. They're really um, good at it. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when they know you care about them, they'll do any. You know, that's the simplest adage in coaching. But. You know, if, if they know you, they don't care what you know until they know you care. Yep, and they'll run through a wall like for you. If they know you love them, they'll run through a yep. wall for you. Absolutely. And, and you know, just as much stuff as we can do off the floor together and hanging out. And, you know, and, and it is a fine line. You know, I've had to grow through that some, too, because, you know, you don't want to always let your guard down around your guys because you want to maintain the, the yep. coach, you know, leader, you know. But, you know, 
we we talk a lot about that with you know once we get in the gym that's we're walking through the work zone once we get out of the gym we're you know I'm, I'm, I'm gonna, well, that, I'm and gonna, i and i've talked because i've been doing these podcasts that's what i'm missing right now because this yeah. is where i can be more vulnerable this is where i can connect with them and i can't because right you know it, i can but i can't not more. yeah they're not in my room i'm not seeing them every day i'm not saying hey what's your who are you playing with this summer or blah 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 you know what right. you know right. all that kind yeah. of stuff i'm not i can't do it because they don't know what's up i don't know what's up we're all kind of in this limbo yeah, um, yeah. yeah i had to tell i told the coach the other day we're all preparing for things that we're probably not going to get to do <laughs> you know right um, we really are we really are yeah so yeah, but because that's what he asked me he's like well why are you doing that i said well i mean uh, i'd rather I got to be prepared for it in case we are able to do it. You know, right. I can't just, I don't well, want to I'm preparing and... for, I'm preparing for that. We can't do it. So what I'm preparing for is like, what can I give the guys to stay connected? Yeah. What can, right. what ways can, you know, do we have to play Marco Polo on the thing? You know what? Yeah. Because I, I, I officially can't do anything with my guys other than just, I can reach out to them and that but yeah. I can't do any basketball stuff with them because right. we're still in school quote unquote right um so i'm well, waiting right. till they get sure. that clearance so i can start you know do this and let's do this yeah. and blah 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 yeah um yeah but i love that i'm gonna i'm gonna come back to the uh, that five dysfunctions is great i love that um yeah. all right yeah. last parting word coach for for a young okay. coach for someone that's listening do you have any parting words i appreciate you staying on holy cow it's a long one oh um, my pleasure man um no i love it's it's been a i appreciate you having me and you know during this time, it's great to, to spend time Talk seeing and talking. I love talking. Yeah. Well, I hope. Um, but so what is it? No. It's May right now. May, June, July, August, September, October, November, December. So seven months. I'm hoping in seven months I get to see you in person. I'm not sure. That's it. <laughs> I'm not sure. Isn't that wild? I mean, you know, my, you know what my AD said? Because I asked him. I said, do I got to go find that conferences? Are we going to be able to? He goes, he goes Steve, we, we could, you know, if you're cleared – if it's a flying thing, we always throw you in a bus. And I go, right. oh, I never thought about that because we that we would yeah. be contained in a bus. It'd be a pain right. to drive to Florida on a bus, but um, yeah, and I, I hope mean, the toilet works. Yeah, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> that was we would leave. That- we would leave late evening because they'll sleep. You know, you we would get a good eight <laughs> hours in before yeah. um, before they wake up. Before they wake up. Before they wake up, yeah. they're always hungry. Um, right, but <laughs> they're always um, hungry. Yeah, we uh we actually were thinking about going to the beach Saturday because they opened it up and and we haven't left we haven't like I said we haven't left the house or the yard really for like forty five days because my son's high risk. Right. But um, we were gonna think about going to the beach and uh, just to get out of the house and just go find a spot by ourselves, you know, and sit down and and then I said to my wife, I said, but you know, as we're driving over there, we've got two small kids. They're going to have to go to the bathroom. Right. We're not going to get out and go to a gas station. I'm not going to, that's going to be a nightmare. Right, and I right. said, then what happens if we get, right. you know, what happens right. if we get to the beach and somebody's got to go to the, you're not going right. to use the public bathroom. Right. You know, so. I know that's the, well, we were talking about my brother has a place in New Hampshire, like driving out there maybe in August and yeah. stuff. It's like, I think I can, I, we can get there in a, like 17 hours or something. We just right. Broke. We just got to right. get gas and we just got to stop to go to the bathroom. That's it. Right. Um, right. So it's like, right. can you, can you do that safely is the question. And it's like, oh, right. no, I'm hoping we can. All right, coach. Hey everybody. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you love it and you want to support us, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14 day free trial. As we talk, subscribe, like, jump up and down, do whatever you got to do. Those Apple podcasts mean a lot to us. I read every one of them. Have a great day.
Sports Social Podcast Network.